ゥルルルルトゥルルルトゥトゥトゥルルルルトゥルルルルトゥルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルルル Retrospective podcast. As of Friday, as of Friday, May 31st, 2019, Robert Patterson, Robert Patterson has been officially cast as the new Batman. The next solo Batman movie hits theaters in the summer of 2021 and will be directed by Matt Reeves, who directed the last two Planet of the Ape movies. I may have seen Batman Forever 1995 theatrically, though I, though I may not have at all. I'm not sure if I did or not. I definitely did, though, take myself to see Batman and Robin 1997 theatrically back in the summer of 1997 after, after getting, after leaving an Israel event. And even at that young age, in 97, I knew that It was, Batman and Robin was, a piece of trash. Batman 1989 was released on June 23rd, 1989. On this Sunday, it'll be exactly 30 years. Batman 89 was released on June 23rd, 1989. In an exciting movie summer that also included Indiana Jones 3, The Last Crusade, Dead Poets Society, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Do the Right Thing, Lethal Weapon 2, the 16th Bond James Bond installment, License to Kill, and When Harry Met Sally. Batman 1989 came out before I was officially four years old. I turned four in July of 89. Michael Keaton played Batman. And he was a controversial casting during the time. And, and to some still is. Jack Nicholson was the, jo- was the Joker. And also Jack Napier. And Kim Basinger was Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale was in the comics. I liked Michael Keaton's performance as both Batman and Bruce Wayne. And I also like Michael Gow's performance as Alfred. And Michael Gow as Alfred was great in all four of the 80s and 89 and the 90s Batman movies. I also really like the Batman 1989 Batmobile. I'd love to drive a Batman 89 Batmobile. That would be awesome. I did not care for Jack Nicholson as the Joker. To me, it just felt like Jack Nicholson was just being Jack Nicholson. I didn't like how he screamed in fear after dropping from the cathedral at the end of the movie. I was. I. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like how he screamed at the, after dropping from the cathedral at the end of the movie. I was very impressed by Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker in 2008's The Dark Knight. I like Heath Ledger as the Joker very much in live action. Billy D. Williams was Harvey Dent in Batman 89, but did not get to play the part 
in any sequel, in a sequel. And now for some trivia that I found relevant. Jack Nicholson received a percentage of the gross on the film, and due to its massive box office take, he took home around 60, 60, 60 million dollars. As of 2003, it is still the single most record for an actor's salary. Michael Keaton was unable to hear, to hear or listen while wearing the bad suit. He said that his claustrophobia helped, helped him in the proper mood to play Batman. It made me go inward, and that's how I wanted the character to play, to be withdrawn, he said. And I really liked the, I liked this suit, the bad suit in Batman 89. It was, it was a neat suit to look at. At around six minutes, Michael Keaton came up with the famous, I'm Batman, line in the script. It in the script, it was, I am the knight. I'm Batman. <clears throat> the movie was released the year of the character's 50th anniversary. That's right, Batman first came out in 1939. 1939 and 89 would be the 50th anniversary. And the 80th anniversary of Batman happened recently. And yet, there was no live-action Batman movie in a 90th in an 80th anniversary. Though two years later, now 2021, we first finally get the solo Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, the Batman. Can't wait to watch that movie in two years. Bezrat Hashem. At around one hour 45 minutes before the Joker enters the, the Gotham City Cathedral with Vicky, Vicky Vale, he requests, he regret, requests over the talkie-talkie transportation for two to arrive in 10 minutes. Between the cathedral and the arrival of J Joker's helicopter, the, ac the action inside, indeed the cathedral, unfolds in the real 10-minute time. According to Michael Keaton, his background in comedy proved useful in playing Batman because it gave him instincts in how to shape scenes and build dimension into the character. For example, in the scene when Vicky and Bruce are having dinner, Michael Keaton suggested that they be seated for apart for a very long that that they be seated at apart at a very long table. And his line of dialogue, I don't think I've been in this room before. In, in another example, he he. I don't think I've been in this room before. In another example, he con contributed the idea of Bruce hanging like a bat after after sleeping with Vicky. It makes all the other stuff even weirder and darker because you're thinking, this guy's off, Keaton said. Michael Keaton, who called himself a logic freak, was concerned that Batman's secret identity would, in reality, be fairly easy to uncover, and discussed ideas with Tim Burton to better disguise the character, including the use of contact lenses. Ultimately, Keaton decide, decided to perform Batman's voice at a lower register than when he was portraying Bruce Wayne. This technique became a staple of future portrayals of Batman in film, television, and video games, especially those of Kevin Conroy and Christian Bale. Michael Keaton's casting as Bruce Wayne slash Batman caused a controversial was a caused a controversy 
among amongst the comic book fans, with 50,000 protest letters to Warner Brothers offices, Bob Kane, Sam Hamm, and Michael E. Uslan also heavily questioned, questioned the casting. In the Italian version, Jack Nicholson was dubbed by Gianlardo Gianni. His son, Adriano Gianni, was chosen to dub for Heath Ledger, playing the Joker in 2008. This is the only live-action Batman film to to feature only one supervillain from the comics. One supervillain by himself. No more, no... No more than that. Just one supervillain. Only one. Upon release, it became both the highest grossing Batman movie and the highest grossing film adaptation of any DC Comics character. Both records were eventually surpassed by The Dark Knight 2008. In an interview with About.com, Christopher Nolan, director of the Dark Knight trilogy, described this film as a brilliant film, visionary, and extra and extraordinarily idiosyncratic. Originally, Vicky Vale was supposed, wasn't supposed to be in the third act. Basically, she didn't go into the tower. Kim Basinger convinced the filming filmmakers otherwise, and it initiated spring script rewrites. Vicky Vale, Kim Basinger, screams approximately 23 times when in danger, or when she thinks she's in danger, and gasps six times. Jack Dickelson received top billing on the opening credits, a fact that wouldn't be repeated until the release of Batman and Robin 1997, when Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze, would be billed over the actor playing Batman. However, during the end credits of Batman 89, Michael Keaton, who plays Batman, is top-billed following Nicholson. Both Nicholson and Schwarzenegger played the primary villains in each film. Michelle, last bit of trivia. Michelle Pfeiffer, who was dating Michael Keaton at the time, was asked to, was asked to audition for Vicky Vale, but Keaton was against it, saying it would be awkward. I think, yeah, they were dating, and it would be awkward. Pfeiffer said, would la- Pfeiffer would later be cast as Selena Kyle slash Catwoman in Batman Returns 1992, alongside with Keaton. And now, it is time for some memorable, memorable quotes from Batman 89 to be performed. Tell me, my friend, tell me something, my friend. Do you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Bruce Wayne. What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just... I like the sound of it. What do you want? My face on the one dollar bill. You must be joking. Do I look like I'm joking? Where does he get all those wonderful toys? Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! I'm not gonna kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. 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 Can somebody tell me what kind of a world we live in? 
where a man dressed up as a bat gets all my press. This tale needs an enema. A lot of people think you're as dangerous as the Joker. He's psychotic. Some people say the same thing about you. What people? Well, I mean, let's face it. You're not exactly normal, are you? It's not exactly a normal world, is it? The pen is truly mightier than the sword. Now, now comes the part where I relieve you, little people, of the burden of your fouled and useless lives. But, as my plastic surgeon always said, if you gotta go, go with a smile. And now, it's time for Who Do You Trust? Hubba hubba hubba, money money money, who do you trust? Me? I'm giving away free money. And where is this bat- where's the Batman? He's at home, washing his tights. I have no wish to fill my few remaining years grieving the loss of old friends or their sons. You killed my parents. What? What? What are you talking about? I made you. You made me first. Hey, hey, bat brain. I mean, I was a kid when I killed your parents. I mean, I say, I made you, and you gotta say, you made me? I mean, how childish can you get? I'm gonna kill you. You idiot! You made me, remember? You dropped me into that vast vat of chemicals that wasn't easy to get over and don't think I didn't try. I know you did. You weigh a little bit more than a hundred and eight. Oh really? Let's go. You're a real nice girl and I like you a lot, but right now, shut up. We received a letter from Batman this morning, District Attorney Harvey Dent. Please inform the citizens of Gotham that Gotham City has earned a rest from crime. But if the forces of evil should rise again, to rise a shadow on the heart of the city, call me. Question, how do we call him? He gave us the signal! And then evil would arise of Two-Face in the beginning of Batman Forever. With Tommy Lee James playing the part, playing it horribly in Forever, they should have had Harvey Dent, but... At least you can get back for that animated Batman movie. Winged freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. I just gotta know. Are we gonna try to love each other? I'd like to. But he's out there right now. And I've gotta get to- I gotta go to work. And then he puts on the bat suit. You see that thing off on my belt? Grab it. Whatever you do. Don't let go. And now for the last main memorable quote. What about your family? Well, actually, Alfred is my family. You know, this house and all this stuff really doesn't seem like you at all. Some of it, some of it is very much me. Some of it isn't. I liked the, again, I, I repeat that I really, I do like this, the bad suit again, I said that earlier, um, and I really like the uh, main theme that was from Dan, Danny Elfman singing Batman 89 theme. 
Now, while I liked some parts of Batman 1989, I enjoyed Batman Begins 2005 and The Dark Knight even more. I would have liked to see Michael Caden have been in a third performance in Bat- as Batman, but unfortunately he only played it two times and never a third. The Dark Knight 2008 is still my favorite Batman movie. I like the special feature. I liked the special bonus features on the Batman 1989 DVD. Unfortunately, I don't really have much else to say. I don't really have that much else to say about 1989. So now I'm going to give it my rating. If I were to rate this movie, I would give it two and a half out of five stars or a 7.5 out of 10 on the entertainment scale. I would give it a letter grade of a B minus. I hope you enjoyed my memorable quotes performed and my initial first big paragraph in the beginning of the show of the podcast. Uh, I can't believe it's already been 30 years and um, of Bat- since Batman 89 originally came out and I saw it in the- later on when I was old enough to see these kind of movies. I currently do not know what my next podcast will be about. Uh, maybe I'll do another few more, some joke ones, or maybe it'll be about a movie again. Or maybe I'll have a guest to interview. Or maybe all or none of the above. I guess we'll have to wait and see on that same bat time, the same bat channel. But, that's all for now. You know, as always, everybody dance and have a good time. Let the good times continue to roll and the bad times to be brief and short. But anyway... This was the 30th anniversary retrospective of Batman 89, and this is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out. Oh, and postscript, P.S., look out, I'm going to be making some movies in the future with my video camcorder. I need to get actors and actresses. I want to make action and comedy and interviews, so please, please, please contact me and I'll get you to be in my movie that I'm directing. I'm going to direct a lot of movies with my new video camcorder as part of my business. And now, I will see you all later. Have a great day or night and please come back and help support the movies that I'm going to be creating in the future. That's all. This is, again, Millennium Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out.